Enlingua podcast live from Dessau is broadcast from Middle Deutschland and features all things languages. The show is hosted by our teachers, presenting students and guests from all walks of language learning experiences. How long have we known each other? Oh, I think we knew each other for three years now. Three years? It could be. Yeah. yeah. And by far, at the company that you work at, you're the best oh, English student. You're flattering me. No, you're the best English student. Do you think you're the best English-speaking employee? I wouldn't go that far. I'm one of the better ones. Okay. But I wouldn't say that I'm the best. It's We have different parts in the company, so one person can speak better, better casual, other people can speak better in technical parts. Okay. So it's different. It's it's not easy to compare. Okay. So do you know all of the other employees that have good language skills, good English language skills? So most engineers or leaders have good uh, English skills because they need to communicate a okay. lot with uh, American people or Indian people. Okay. So it's, it's essential. Okay. So let's, that's my first question, right? Why are your language skills in English so good? Um, it's because of the past. Um, it sounds funny, but uh, as I was uh, still in school, mm -hmm. I read a lot of books, but the books come out later, later in German than okay. in English. And the German books are a lot more expensive than the English books. Okay. So I started to read uh, the English books in ninth grade, maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah, it took some time. I had a dictionary beneath me and uh, I just, uh, just looked up every fourth word. <laughs> But at the end, I understand what there was written, and yeah, it was exciting to read okay. something in the other language. So, what kind of what kind of what kind of books were they? Were they like? Oh, what, what were some of the stories? Um, in in my school time, I read a lot of vampire stories, okay. like many uh, young girls do. And yeah, my favorite author to this time was Anne Rice. Okay. And her books were expensive in Germany, but the English versions are a lot cheaper. It's crazy. It's it's okay. also today. This um, I've bought a book last week. Mm -hmm. It was for twelve euros. In Germany, they made out of one book two books, and sell to a higher price every book than the one in English. Okay, so the German language, the same book. Yeah. But in the German language, costs more than the double as the original in English. Why do you think that is? For the translation? Maybe for the translation, maybe, I don't know, maybe a lot of text reasons. I can't imagine. Well, they're importing those books, right? Like maybe they're published in here. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're growing up and English language books are cheaper. Yeah. Than the German language. <laughs> okay, so it's it's like, crazy in Germany. <laughs> that's a practical decision, right? Okay, I'm going to yeah. learn some English. So with a little bit of pocket money, you will buy the English books. Okay. So what part of Germany did you grow up in? Uh, I grew up in uh, Mecklenburg-Vorpommern, uh -huh. in the near of Neubrandenburg. 
Okay. It's not that big city, but I lived uh, I lived in a village nearby, okay. two kilometers away. Okay. So I had uh, the luck to grow up in a village with uh, animals, with nice people, with nice neighbors, but have a city where I could go every time when I was uh, in my teenage years. Okay. Did you have a good childhood? I think so. The most time problems we everyone has problems in their childhood but uh it was a good time okay but you were a good student yeah <laughs> the most time um in the sixth grade seventh grade i wasn't that great mm -hmm. i didn't like to learn a lot but in the eighth grade ninth grade i i saw that it's necessary and that it can be also fun to learn new okay. things so you started getting more serious yeah okay um Did you come from a big family or a small family? Uh, a middle family. Okay. I have uh, two sisters and one brother. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I grew up with them. My sisters uh, moved out as I was uh, smaller. My brother stayed with my parents to the time I'm, I moved out with 16 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, it's a good-sized family. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And um, did anyone else in your house have this... Uh, passion for reading where did it come from from my mother my mother really likes books she, she had a whole shelf full of books i also got uh, kids books from my from my sisters mm -hmm. when they were younger so when i was three i had already nearly 50 books okay <laughs> yeah and uh i always wanted to read them myself my father read before he brought me to bed every time a story uh-huh And I just wanted to read these books by myself. Interesting. Yeah. Did you grow up... Um, what was your favorite... Okay, like in, in school. Like, what were your favorite classes? My favorite classes? Uh, not English class. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wasn't that good in English with the vocabulary and so. Uh, I liked uh, mathematics a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, art class was great. Yeah, not sports. I'm not that sporty. Okay. Yeah, art class and mathematics, I think. Chemistry. Okay, chemistry. So let's talk about sports real quick. That's interesting. Because sports is such a big part of U.S. high school experiences. Like, okay, yeah, football and these kinds. Just organize teams and like, you know, there's different sports for different seasons. And, yeah. uh, but there's always something to participate in if you want to participate in sports, right? Yeah. What kind of sports could you have participated in at school? Uh, we only had normal school lesson sports. Mm -hmm. And the problem was I'm small. Uh -huh. I was every time the smallest in my class. Okay. And the problem is uh, they said uh, borders for grades uh -huh. that you have to achieve. And it's not important if you one meter and five or if you one meter twenty as a kid, you have the same uh, boundaries for the grades. Okay. And that's, it's, it's, it's crazy. I can't jump as far as one who's ahead above me. <laughs> that wouldn't happen. So I came to not like school sports. Okay. So what were your grades? In, in sports class? They were bad. <laughs> I had uh, the, the three or the four the most times. Okay. And things like uh, gymnastics also, I was good. Okay. Yeah, but it 
it's other sports also board sports are not for me mm -hmm. yeah so when you were growing up when did you sort of decide like what you wanted to do for like a career or a job I had to decide when I was uh, 15 years old. Okay. Because the apprenticeship in Germany starts when you're 16, when you, when you enter secondary school. So with 15, you should know what you want to do for your life. Okay. So let's, can we talk about that real quick? Like, okay, you decided to go the apprenticeship route. Yep. And not go the university route. Yeah, it was. Um, I would also have made the university round, but because um, my mother don't wanted it that much that I go to university, I start the apprenticeship round. Okay. And why didn't she want you to go to university? Um, I, I, I told you I have a sister mm -hmm. or two sisters, and one of them made the abitur in Germany. And after that, uh, everyone thought she would study at the university. Yeah, but she decided it uh, would be better for her to make an apprenticeship and don't go to the university. My mother was a little bit of, and a little bit mad about it, because uh, she made a lot of effort and um, yeah, she she pushed my sister a little bit and uh, that she made it to the abitur, and then my sister said, ah, I made an apprenticeship, which she had also could do after the, the, the secondary school okay yeah and the, uh, after that my mother said okay my last daughter my um, the last one i'm the last one <laughs> made an apprenticeship and if she wants to study at university she can do it after that okay so i mean given the choice like, like this is something that came out with tobias Right, when we talked to Tobias. Like going either, you know, to the apprenticeship path yep. or to the university path. When you're a young, you know, student like yourself at that particular time, is that a stressful, like, decision to make? Oh, should I start? Yeah, it, it's complicated, but uh, when your mother say it's better for you, and I honestly think she was that meaning that this was the better choice for me. Right. Um, when your mother say it's better for you, what do you want to study? You know, with 15 years old, you don't know what you want to study. Right. And uh, yeah, she pushed me a little bit that way. So there wasn't really the decision for me to make. Okay. So, so I said, yeah, when, when my mom thinks it's the best, uh, I go for the apprenticeship. Okay, so, okay, so tell us what that, how is that, what is that process like? Okay, you finish 10th grade, right? Yeah. And you take the apprenticeship avenue. What's the next step? Who do you contact? The apprenticeship people? I don't know. Uh, like, no, the companies give out... Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, jo job openings and say, we, if you want to, you can make your apprenticeship with us. Mm -hmm. We have places if you want to, to be a chemical technician, a salary woman, whatever, you can make your apprenticeship with us. And there are a lot of these job offerings. You can also go to the job agentur. Uh, the, the Arbeitsamt? Yeah. Okay, like the... the 
employment agency? Yes, the employment agency. They have also these offerings from many, many companies, and you can uh, look there. Okay. So the beginning that you look after a job after the 10th grade is actually at the 8th grade, and at 8th grade and 9th grade. Okay. You have to look up. So 8th grade and 9th grade, you're already looking at what you want to do. Yeah, because okay. uh, many companies begin at the beginning at the, of the 10th grade to search for apprentice for the next year. Okay. So which field did you choose? I choose to be a chemical technician. Okay. And what influenced you to do that? Like, uh, I've read a book, yeah, a book <laughs> uh, from the job ag agency. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of uh, jobs you can be an apprentice for. And the most jobs were, were yeah, don't sound good for me. And then, okay. then I read that with computers, with chemistry. I liked chemistry in my school. Mm -hmm. uh, and I thought, yeah, sounds good. Technology, chemistry, why not? And I also applied at a laborant, chemical laborant. Okay. Uh, but they they like better to take uh, apprentice with Abitur. Like, okay, it's like chemical laboratory? Like the working in a lab? Yeah. Okay, but they want... Okay, so they want somebody with different qualifications. Yeah, so, so there are only a few places where you can this apprenticeship. And um, yeah, most times the uh, so people with Abitur get the places. Okay, okay. Did your parents help you decide on becoming a chemical no. technician? No, I decided to for myself. Okay. It was like, oh, make an apprenticeship. What you do isn't that much important. Choose a good company and then everything's great. Okay. <laughs> and so I was free to decide what I really wanted to do. The only thing was uh, at the beginning, I wanted to do something with animals. I really like animals. But my parents said, oh, think about it. You don't make that much money and there are are not that much places where you can make something with animals. What would you have liked to have worked with in, as far as like animals, like like a veterinarian or? No, like uh, in the zoo, look okay. after the animals and yeah, it would okay. be really good. I, I think until today it will be a lot, uh, it would be a lot of fun uh -huh. to do this, but um, yeah, but my parents were right, the money that they make isn't that great. So is money like, is that a factor in choosing? How, how, how big of a factor does money come into it when choosing a, because again, you're 15 years old, like what do you know about? Yeah, but I always knew I wanted to travel a lot. Uh -huh. I want my own apartment or house or something. Okay. I want to have my own animals and I want to be carefree in the belongings of money. Okay. So when I think about it as a worker at a zoo, not that much money traveling, um, looks not so good with the salary. So I think uh, it was it was a, a part that influenced my decision. Okay, okay. So you become a chemical technician. Yeah. Where do you go for your training? I, I went to Lower Saxony. Okay. Yeah, three hours away from my parents' home. Uh-huh. Is that 
Okay, so what happens? I mean, you're 15 years old. You're 16 years old, right? Yeah. Are you living in a student dormitory? No, or? no, no. I had my own apartment. It was already already furnished. It was uh, ready to move in. And I lived there for three years on my own. Okay. And you're going to a company. They're giving you uh, training. Yeah. Are you doing any studying like any classroom activity any classroom stuff or it's just on-job training no no uh, the on-job training was only a small part okay it was a lot at the tech technicum a lot at the laboratory it was an electrical part which was an electrical laboratory so yeah and the berufsschule okay. that you had to attend <laughs> okay so the the berufsschule is something like in a classroom setting yeah Okay. It's the whole theory uh, around the chemical technician part. Okay. And that took that takes three years? Uh, three and a half, but I made it in three years. Yeah. Okay. So w the name of the company that you're doing the apprenticeship with, is, is that the company that you want to work for, or is this just a possibility? As I made the decision to become a, a chemical technician, uh, it wasn't important for me which company I, went, I, I was going. It was more important for my, uh, for my parents that they knew the company, that it had a good reputation because chemicals, young, young teenagers, uh, they were a little bit skeptical maybe, but as they heard from the name, they said, okay, you can go there. It's okay. 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 So after the three years... Do they hire you? Do they offer you a contract? Uh, not directly. I had to be relocated. I had to leave Lower Saxony and come to Sachsen-Anhalt. It's the same company, but uh, yeah, another plant, but the same product. So it was, it was a good choice. Okay. So because you had gone through their training, they just sent you to another site, basically. Yeah. So I knew the plant, not this particular, 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 not that particular plant, but I knew the plant and the technique and the process behind it. So it was good. Okay. So you come to, you come to your current position. Um, do you remember your first day at work? At work here in uh, Sachsen-Anhalt? Yeah. Yeah, I remember it. It was great. The people were so great. I have to say, okay. I never had thought of it this way. Uh, I had the problem. I I told you I had an apartment with uh, the furniture already in it, so I had nothing when I come to Sachsen-Anhalt. It were only a few weeks between I uh, I become the job offer and that I actually moved to Sachsen-Anhalt. Right. So I had nothing. I stayed the first days in a hotel room, mm -hmm. and as my colleagues in my shift heard about it. They said, okay, we have this colleague and she has a an, an second apartment. It's near the of her house. Uh, ask her, she will let you stay here. And I, I talked with her and she said, yeah, you can stay at my apartment. Why do you live in a hotel? She was shocked. Uh, so after four days, I moved in in this apartment and it was great. That's cool. I also hadn't uh, any car or anything. Uh, my bicycle was stolen four weeks before I moved, I had nothing. I was <laughs> to food. I walked everywhere. 
and also this color gave me her old bike yeah. that I could use. It was so great. That is cool. Man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great story. Um, did you start? So you started as a shift worker. Yeah, it's an operator. Okay, second shift. I mean, you you rotate. They rotate anyway on shifts, right? Right. Okay. Was that difficult? No, I was young, 19 years old. Mm -hmm. I had also uh, shift work in my apprenticeship, so I knew a little bit about it. And it was okay with me because I was young. I had no family in the near. Okay. So it wasn't that complicated also to work holidays. And if you have to do something, it's better to do it at the daytime. If uh -huh. you have second shift, you have the whole morning until lunch for your things. Okay. You can organize things, you can go to, to doctors or, yeah, you can do a lot of things. Okay. And how many years did you work before you started to think about getting more qualification? It was... Uh, so that you're hired as an operator. Yeah. And then uh, I met my now husband. He also works in the same company. Uh-huh. We were at the same shift. And after a few years, you begin to think about the family and you can't both work in shifts all the time. And yeah, that was the point that I thought, yeah, I have to do something. And yeah, then it was decided that I want to look after new ways to work in my field. Okay. And what options did you have? Uh, my company gave me the option to go to the Meisterschule mm -hmm. and become a Meister. Uh, yeah, and I took that offer mm -hmm. and uh, made this Meisterschule till the end. And then I, and then I became a, a bachelor professional of chemistry and technology afterwards. Yeah. Okay, so your degree is... It's a... It's like graduate school, basically, because you've already got like an undergraduate from the apprenticeship program. Yeah, but it's not the same. But Ma you said master, right? You said Meister, master. Yeah, it's, okay. it's Meister. Um, it's, I think, only German, maybe Austrian. I have this Meister. It's not a degree from a university or, or a school. It's from the Handwerkskammer. Okay. And... Uh, they compare it to the normal bachelor degree. Okay. That's why they call it bachelor professional. Uh -huh. But the most company don't see it this way. Okay. So the Handwerkskammer says um, you have a lot of uh, experience in your field because you worked a lot, many years, and you have a different knowledge than the people from the university, but it should be the same grade. Okay. But like I said, the most company didn't see it that way. Okay. So your company gives you this offer. Okay, Babette, if you want to yeah. study here, then this is, a, this is what we need. Is that, is that basically like this is what we would like you to do? Uh, no, I talked to my leader at this time. Uh -huh. uh, now it's another leader. And he said, okay, Babette, if you want to have another job, maybe a day shift, maybe in this and that field, you need to have the master. Okay. Yeah, and so I started, I thought, yeah. So uh, when did you start that process? I started in 2017. Okay. 
and what what kind of sacrifice does that take? Oh, it takes all of your <laughs> nearly all, all of your Saturdays and uh, maybe it's the Friday evenings. You have to go to school, learn things, uh, study at home a lot for your exams. So it's, you sacrifice your free time. Right. So you're working full time. You're going to a Saturday class yeah. all day long. And you still have to study for the classes. Yeah. Okay. And you have to pass the tests. How long does that program take? It took uh, two and a half year plus uh, and a half year for the Ausbilder. Yeah, so three years. Okay, so that half year for there's additional training? Yeah, you need to be an Ausbilder so that you can train the apprentice. Okay. That's also, <laughs> you need this also for the Meister. Okay. <laughs> so you finished it. Yeah. Was it worth it? I think it was worth it because otherwise I would be in shift work. Okay. Until now. Um, yeah, I have a son. So me and my husband couldn't work both in shifts. Maybe uh, one of us uh, would have got unemployed without a job. And that would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah. Um, when you finish the Meister. Yeah. Do you get a diploma? Is there like a certificate? Like what does yeah, that say? It, it's called a Meisterbrief. Okay. It's a certificate that you can show at the company and they know, ah, she's a Meister. Okay. And, and in what area were you a Meister in? It's for uh, chemistry and technology. Okay. Chemistry and technology. So it's still following your same, like, yeah. your apprenticeship program. Okay. Yeah. So... Did you finish it recently? I finished in autumn 2020, so yeah, it's okay. recently. So was the company proud? Were they happy? I think they were happy, but it's also, um, yeah, they gave you the offer. They think that you will participate and that you get your exams done. So... Proud is a thing that they were happy for me. Okay. Did I did I made it and yeah, it, it was okay, but uh, nobody really thought that, that I don't will make my exams. Okay. So, how long before you moved? I mean, that you started moving towards like things that you wanted, like you like you didn't want to work the the, the shift work anymore. You wanted the first shift. Yep. Did that happen immediately? Do you mean after the apprenticeship? Yeah. After this Meister qualification. Oh, it uh, was actually before I was pregnant in 2016, 2017. Okay. okay. And uh, it was good after my maternity leave. Mm -hmm. There was a job offer at my company for the, for the position I have now for safety, environment, healthy. And yeah, they... They asked if I want to do such a thing. Okay. And I said, yes, of course. And they said, okay, but it's, uh, you have to make your Meister, you know. I was to this time already in the school, mm -hmm. so it wasn't the problem, but uh, 
Yeah. Okay. Okay, now I get it. So they gave the offer. This is what we want you to do. This is what you need to do to get it. Yeah. And then so you already knew that you were working towards that job. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Are you finished studying for the time being? I think you're never finished with studying, no? Okay. <laughs> no, I go to university now. I started after the semester to go to university to uh, become a bachelor in process technology. Okay. Why did you do that? Um, because I saw at my current job that I can do more, that I want to do more, that I want to create things at my company and not just to operate or to do the things someone told me. Okay. So your title now is, what's your title at work? It's uh, Environment Health and Safety Coordinator. Okay. So what kinds of programs can you create oh, using I, that particular title? I can create uh, a lot of things around uh, health and safety. Mm -hmm. I can make smaller pro projects. I can... Uh, I can order new equipment and test it if I want it. But the big things like the engineers to create uh, new techniques, new, yeah, new, new, new process parts. And so this isn't uh, happening at my part that I have now. Is it in the manufacturing sector or is it more of a, for workers, you know what I mean? I mean, that question doesn't make sense. Like, when you're talking about creating projects, are you talking about to benefit the health of the workers or to benefit the manufacturing processes? Now, it's for the health of the workers. Okay. But uh, as an engineer, it's for the process itself, for the technical parts. Okay. Can you give me an example of something that I would understand? Like Technical? Yeah. Maybe you have a problem in the plant that uh, there is uh, there are things that don't go like you want them to go that the times are too long or you have plugging problems in a part uh, then you can look at it can create a solutions for it maybe you can rebuild some uh, technical parts or try to no, you're trying to increase the efficiency of the yeah. production, but yeah. from an environmental perspective. Maybe not from an environmental perspective. It's also part uh, you you have to to reduce environmental hazards a lot. It's today it's more important than ever. Mm -hmm. I think um, so. It's also part to look after the environment. It's also part of the engineer job to look after the health and safety of your coworkers, of the op operators. You can't design um, a machine or a part uh, which isn't good for the workers, where they could. Uh, it wouldn't be good to uh, create something for the workers where their health or safety wasn't given. Okay. Okay. When did you start this recent academic program? It was uh, after the semester. 
Okay. I got my master's degree at September of the last year. Uh -huh. This started uh, at October at the university. So are you currently taking classes? Yeah, it was uh, a lot of online classes the last weeks because of the pandemic uh -huh. situation. But I was uh, two times at the university last month, this month. Is this a university in Halle? No, it's in Köthen. Okay. And it's operations. What's the, what's again, what's going to be your, what's the topic of studying? Uh, it's uh, process technology. Process technology. Why did you decide to do that? Uh, it's an interesting field. Okay. I like it. I see our engineers and I think uh, what they do is interesting and I want to do something similar. So the engineers that you're talking about, have those guys also come from the apprenticeship side of this or from the university side of this? Uh, more from the university side, but we have also engineers that come from the apprentice side okay. who were former operators or this kind of things uh, with jobs you, you got from the apprenticeship and who go afterwards to the university. Is there a difference in that path, like going apprenticeship way or going to university? Is there really a big difference in outcome? Yeah, I think so, because when you were a former operator, you knew the plant in other way. You see problems only an operator knew. And I think that's a big difference. But the other way around, if you go first to the university, you're a lot younger when you start as an engineer. So you have maybe another thinking than someone who knew the plan for the last 10 years. How long does it take you to get a university degree? Is it four years? Just like four in and a half, yeah. Okay. So someone coming out of like university could be what, 22 or 23? Maybe don't that young, but yeah, it okay. could be. Yeah, okay. yeah, sounds like yeah. <laughs> and I think that's a difference. If you have someone with uh, who's only twenty four years old and never saw a pl a real plant and is working there with, with uh, other thinking and new thinking, mm -hmm. and if you have someone who's in their mid thirties and uh, knew the plant and. It's a little bit like, yeah, I, I knew this problem, uh, that's okay. And I think you, you, you look at the plant in another way. Okay. Have you seen that? Like a guy that you hire from university and they're put with a, a guy who's gone the apprenticeship path. Like, is there... Yeah, I, I would I would say it's... Do they have problems? Because this guy has more practical experience and he has more like knowledge of like the process, like just what you're talking about. And yeah. here comes this guy, like, duh, 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 I just got my degree, like... Duh, duh, duh. No, this kind of problem I never, I never saw. Okay. Uh, it's, you work with each other, not against each other. Okay. So it's good to have both parts. And if the uh, colleagues can work with each other, it's great. Okay. You will have a great outcome. So the university guys, do they look, they treat the coworker with like mutual respect? I, I would say with respect because uh, they know that uh, that's a colleague which was a former operator knows the plant in a whole other way and has a lot of knowledge. Okay. 
and it's it's really important for a plant. Yeah, definitely important for the success of the plant. So that's why. Okay, so like you said, you you. Why do you continue to go further into the academia part of it? Yeah, like like I said, I uh, want to become an engineer. I want to create. I want to lead. I want to make something and don't only make what uh, what other people say I have to do. Okay. And I'm assuming this program is another three and a half, four years, right? Yeah, for f it's now four years. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely okay. I just... You give up so much. Yeah, but uh, I have something from it. I, I look at it that way. Uh, some people have hobbies. They go to football <clears throat> two times, three times a week. They right. go to volleyball two times, three times a week, and maybe at the weekends. And my hobby is to go to the university. Yeah. When is the last time you went on vacation? Uh, I go on vacation because of the pandemic uh, situation. It was complicated, but normally we go at, uh, at our winter holidays every year, go snowboarding, skiing. Uh, that's one week a year, and then um, mostly in summer, another week to the Baltic Sea or next year we want to go to Croatia. Okay. Yeah. So this year only Germany because of the situation. Yeah. We go at October. So vacation is still a thing for us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Saturday. So it's, it's, it's every Saturday now, right? Is that, it's, is that what it is? It's not every Saturday. It's every third to fourth Saturday, but uh, I need the time to study. Mm -hmm. So I took every Saturday for myself. Okay. Yeah, my son is then uh, at my parents-in-law's house so that I have time to study. Okay. And how does that work out? Does that work out good? It, it works out really, really good. Okay. Uh, I have the greatest parents-in-law, I think you could tell. Okay. If my grandson, uh, my son is there a lot. Or not. Uh, my son is there often mm -hmm. and he really likes it to be there. Okay. So he stays overnight sometimes. He okay. says, can I stay there? So, yeah, Do they live close? Yeah, they live uh, five kilometers from us away. Perfect. It's perfect. Okay. Yeah. Next weekend, we want to make a barbecue together. Mm -hmm. So we have a great relationship. Okay. That's really nice. Um, do you need English for your job? Uh, yes, I need it part-wise. Uh, it wouldn't be that big problem if I wouldn't knew well if I hadn't that much in the English skills now but as an engineer I will need it mm -hmm. now it's just uh, to talk to some people more casual casual not that much not that much technical mm -hmm. yeah the classes that you take the documents that you're reading it's all in German right it's all in German yeah okay I wonder is there like a program like, um, I, yeah, it doesn't have to be, in, well, why would it be in English? I don't, would it make sense? I think if you are a direct student, uh -huh. not a remote student, uh, then you can also take the, the courses in English. Okay. But this degree is going to give you a degree in engineering. 
Yeah, in an engineer technical. Okay. It's for process technology. Okay, process technology engineering. Okay. I think that's uh, different from company to company. Uh-huh. Uh you you can make projects, but uh, if you are in a bigger company, more people want to say something to it. They must approve it. Mm-hmm. That you can make this project, and if everyone has approved and everything thinks it's a great thing to do, you will get some money. Okay. Were you involved in this last major project that was completed recently? At our company? Yeah. Not really, because I'm. Uh, it's a safety site, mm-hmm. and they had for this project their own safety team. Okay. And it was also the time where I was new in my job role. Okay. They had their own safety team? Yeah, they had their own safety team for the project because it was too big with only two uh, unplanned persons Uh to make it and because safety is a really important part. Did you work with them a lot in coordinating that project? Uh, Not that much. We had talks more often. If I saw something that wasn't that good, we talked about it, and okay. if they had some questions, they came up. They were there, and they were at our safety meetings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I knew them, I talked to them, but we didn't really work together. Okay. Pandemic, family. Yeah. Was it difficult? School, it mother, was... young child. You know, how do you? I don't know how you juggle all of this stuff. Yeah, it was a little bit. Difficult, but I think um, I have a wonderful son. He really behaves well. Mm-hmm. I can make a home office. I can make my work and he's around. There's no problem. Uh, sometimes I think it's a little bit sad for him when mom's at home and has to work this much, but he's really understanding for his age. Okay. So, yeah, and with the school, it was a lot of online learning. It wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm happy when we will be at the university and we can see each other and can talk directly to each other. It will be a lot better. Is he is 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 now everything back to normal? Like kindergartens and like. Yeah, most times we we have still the home office mm-hmm. part wise, but the kindergarten is uh, has reopened with the normal things they do. Okay. Are you going to continue in home office? I continue for the ne- next weeks uh-huh. until the company says another thing. But I'm only partly in the home office. I'm also in the plant. Uh, and after the pandemic situation, I think I will do home office more often than before the pandemic. Okay. Because uh, I think when I just have to to work with documents and don't need to be in the plant, it would be better to stay at home. Mm-hmm. It's quieter and I don't have the, the long way to drive. Yeah. So do you think your company is looking at this home office situation as something that they want to or will support, they will continue to support in the future if productivity I hope so, because I think it would help in many parts. Like I said, with, to work with documents, I don't need to be at the plant. Mm-hmm. Everyone can phone me. Right. But, uh, I have more quiet and nobody comes 
to my room to the office and ask questions of course they can email me the whole time and i answer they can phone me the whole time but it's not only that one someone looks at the office room and uh, asks something or just wants to make small talk okay. it's nice i i like the small talk and these things but um it disturbs uh, your thinking process sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, people just knocking on the door, hey, Bobette, like, what'd you do this weekend? Like, yeah, I'm working. Yeah, yeah it, it's nice, <laughs> and I like to talk with the people, but then after this small talk, you sit at your uh, computer and think, oh, what did I want to do now? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you start from the beginning. It's, okay. Hmm. What kind of, like, um, like, what are you doing now to sort of, like, like your your English skills are, are are fantastic, right? So like, do you is it important for you to maintain them? Like, what do you do right now to keep your English like where you want it to go? Uh, I read a lot. Okay. Yeah, uh, or I try to read a lot. That's uh, yeah, that that's a different. Also in English, uh, I sometimes play video games in English. Okay. It's also improving my English skills. Uh, I listen to music a lot. I try to understand the text from the singers. Yeah. Like, what kind of English songs do you listen to? Like, what? Who do you like to listen to? Uh, I don't have this favorite band or thing. Okay. I hear a lot of alternative music, okay. rock music, metal, this okay. kind of things. So metal, you don't understand that much, <laughs> but it's cool. So the next uh, holiday is uh, to Croatia, like I said. Mm -hmm. Then I need also need my English skills. But um, I want to go to Scotland in two years or three. Okay. We were to Ireland in 2012, 2013. Okay. Uh -huh. uh, it was so beautiful. And uh, Scotland is, is not the same, but similar. So I wanted to see it and go to Loch Ness with my with my son because he wants to see Nessie. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it important for him to learn English? For my son? Yeah. Yeah, he hears me at the home office. He, he hears meeting in English and he didn't understand it and asked me if I if he will learn it. And he said, yeah, when you're in school, okay. you also learn English. And he said, okay, I'm happy. Okay. Let's talk about your cats real quick. My cats. So you're a cat person? Yeah, I'm really a cat person. How many cats do you have? I have three cats. But you're about to get a fourth cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will be an old cat lady. Okay, so why did you grow up with cats? Um, not exactly. I, I lived in a village and we had a lot of cats and I was friendly with every cat in the whole village. Okay. Yeah, but uh, we lived in an apartment only, mm -hmm. and it was small, so there were new, no space for cats. Okay. So where did your love of cats come from? I think it comes from my father. I remember a story when I was three years old. Uh -huh. uh, we were at holidays at farm, and there was a, a cat, and I tried to pet it, and it scratched me, and I was in tears, and how could this lovely little cat scratch me? And I ran to my father and told him, the cat scratched me, and he he did go downstairs with me to this cat. It was uh, still laying in the sun, mm -hmm. and he showed me how to pet a cat so that it liked it. Okay. And I was so happy, and I loved this cat from this moment because it was purring. Like, oh, it was so, so good. So 15 minutes before? 
scratched you. Yeah. And then after your father showed you how to like, yeah, like, I mean, are you a crazy cat person? Like, I'm a crazy cat <laughs> person. Uh, yeah, I think I'm a crazy cat person. Every cat I see at the street, I, I, I have to look and try it that he comes up to me and want to pet. And yeah, yeah I think I could be a little bit of crazy. Okay. Well, you're getting your fourth cat. I mean, that's, I want to get another one. But then I don't know what that'll do to our relationship. So just my experience, it gets better with every cat. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the fourth is the last one. Okay. Not more cats. Yeah, but four cats, it's it's much. And uh, I have two old cats. Mm -hmm. And I have the third cat who's younger, but with heart problems. I don't know how long all the, of this three makes it. Okay. And uh, yeah, the fourth one only comes because of this thinking. And if all three cat goes away in in some weeks, maybe three or four weeks uh, from each other, uh -huh. it would be it would break my heart. Yeah. And if there's still someone there who stays, the fourth cat, it would be it would be bad, but better than to be without cats. Do all of them get along? Yeah, the most time. Uh, <coughs> Our cat Paulina is uh, a little diva, mm -hmm. and our cat Spencer with the heart problem <laughs> is is crazy. And sometimes uh, he tries to to like to tickle. No, not tick. I have to look it up. Yeah, Again. of course. Tries Again. to play. To play, but but um, more evil play, like ha ha. Okay, no, so it's mischief, maybe. Mischief, yeah. Was denn los? lieb. So, yeah, he's up for some mischief. Okay, before. that's cats, right? Yeah, it's 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 nice to see, but our diva is then always a little bit uh, yeah sassy and looks like ah. <laughs> Oh, this young cat, uh, what did you want from me? And yeah. uh, maybe hisses a little bit, but um, they don't hate each other or okay. things. They, they're okay with each other. They are, they, are, they, are they outdoor cats too? They go outside or no, inside? No, 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 okay, no. Okay, they're inside. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine what would happen if a cat doesn't come at home at night. I would uh, search the whole neighborhood for it. And yeah. now I couldn't make this. <laughs> yeah. I... Every outdoor cat that I've ever had has died like a horrible death. Yeah, I can imagine it, and I wouldn't want it for my cats. Uh, so, indoor cats, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a better way. <laughs> it's a better way. Um, so, have you ever traveled to an English-speaking country? Yeah, I was in Ireland, and I was in New York to Christmas shopping. Yeah, and New York is a crazy city. Wait, you went to New York City to do some Christmas shopping? Yeah, it was cool. At the beginning of December, it was really, really great. Um, yeah, and there was a funny story happening. Okay. Uh, the nice of my husband wanted a wallet from Adidas. Okay. So we were at an outlet center in the New York, New York, and there was an Adidas shop. So we thought, yeah, we look at it. Maybe they have some wallets. We went in there. There was a cashier. Um, we we walked up and uh, asked, yeah, we search for a wallet. They looked at us. You search for a wallet? <laughs> we say, yeah, we search for a wallet. Yeah, uh, how did it look? 
And we were like, huh? yeah, it was some, uh, we want to, uh, we want a wallet from Adidas. Yeah, uh, I, I asked my colleague, maybe he have seen something of this. We were like, what? They don't know what you have in the store. It's a little bit uh, unusual, but okay. And the whole store was, was blowing up every uh, worker who runs around searching for a wallet because they thought we have lost a wallet and not wanted to buy a wallet. That's and a good story. Yeah, it was crazy. It, uh, <laughs> we're, searching, we're searching for a wallet. Yeah. And, okay, so how did you... Uh, the, the, yeah, yeah. the boss comes out yeah. and asks us, uh, how does the wallet look? And we said, yeah, we, we just search for a wallet. It should be one from Adidas. They asked, what is inside the wallet? And we looked, yeah, it has to be empty. We want to buy it. <laughs> And he, he just looked at us and said, so you came here to buy a wallet and you don't search for a wallet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In German, you can also say, I search for something when you look after something you want to buy. So it was totally natural for us to search yeah. for a wallet. So in German, can you also say, I'm looking for something? Yeah, you can okay. go up and say, yeah, I'm looking for, for a dress, maybe in blue. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and that's okay. I'm searching for a wallet. I'm looking for a wallet. That's, that's yeah, fantastic. It, Just that meaning, right? That, yeah. Okay, did they lose it? Oh, let's help it, them find it. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. We, we left the shop then really quickly after that. And Wait, so did you look at wallets, though? They hadn't any wallets. Oh, they didn't have any. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's a funny story. I'm searching for something. I'm looking for something. So you went to New York City just to do Christmas shopping. Yeah, it was it was good. It was with uh, three colleagues from the plant from okay. the shift at uh -huh. this time. Okay. Uh, with my husband also, he was the one of the colleagues. Uh -huh. And but but I didn't understand until today. Uh, we were in New York City, and everyone thought we were from France. Really. Yeah. Interesting. I, I don't know why, why it must be our dialect or something. Okay. But everyone asked, did you come from France? Huh. Interesting. Yeah. How long did you stay? Uh, only four nights, only just for shopping. Okay. So you flew there, went shopping, flew back. Did yeah. you find some good deals? Yeah. I must say uh, they were crazy deals. There were discounts that you don't get in, in Germany or in Europe. Okay. It, it was good, yeah. We did a little bit sightseeing also. Yeah, of course. Empire State Building. Yeah. Statue of Liberty was uh, in renovation works okay. to this time, so we couldn't go down. Okay. But it was good. That's nice. And you have big squirrels in New York. Yeah. <laughs> gray squirrels. Yeah, gray, yeah. great. Yeah. Squirrel. Big, big rats. <laughs> big squirrels. That's a nice trip. Four, yeah. four days yeah do you get do you get scared in new york yeah do you have any scary scary situations uh one of my colleagues were uh were talked on from four guys uh -huh. because he had uh it was popular to this time the dr gray beats uh yeah uh, the headphones yeah the headphones yeah and the four guys said oh do you have do you have beats you listen to rap 
yeah, we have a CD, you have to buy it. <laughs> and they talked him into buying the CD. Okay. Because there were four guys really intimidating looking and yeah. Mm. It was a little bit strange. Yeah. Tourist yeah. man. I mean like in New York it's a good place. It can be it can be a, it's it can be a scary place too. Yeah, it it's a nice city. So Manhattan is a nice place. It's big but it's too much. Yeah, After it's... four or five days, I think it's time to go. You get ex ex it's exhausting. Right? Yeah. Like for people that, yeah. yeah, it's a good place to visit, like you said. Yeah, it, but I think for, for myself, one mm -hmm. time is enough. Okay. I saw it. And Do you want to go back to the States for like another vacation, another part of the country? Yeah, maybe the southern part. They mm -hmm. should have good food, I heard. Yeah. Good spices. Yeah. It would be interesting, but but uh, the next holiday, yeah, the next thing we, we drive to in holiday will be Croatia and then okay. Scotland. Okay. Maybe after that. Okay. So in a couple of years. Mississippi area, New Orleans maybe. Yeah, why not? Sounds good. Perfect. Yeah. Do you want to go get some ice cream? Ice cream sounds good. It's so hot today. Okay. We have some pretty good ice cream places. Sounds so good. I figured we go get some ice cream, yeah, afterwards? Yeah, I okay. think you would appreciate it. Okay. Well, Babette, thank you for coming to our podcast. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah, I also thank you very much for inviting me. Of course. And I will look forward to seeing you one day with a PhD in something. It's a long <laughs> running, <way to> go. <laughs> like running the company that you're working for, or, or like I mean, I would just assume like at the end of your career, or in the middle of your career. I mean, you're still in the beginning of your career, basically. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna be, I mean, upper management. Like, I mean, you're you're gonna be like. I hope so. I mean, this is like I I see you like. I'm getting rid. You're flattering me again. No, I, I can. I can see this. I can see. Like you said, you're working so hard towards like accomplishing these goals. Like you know, people are satisfied where they work, yeah. for the most part. They don't. It, it's hard work to to, you know, continue like studying, and like but, yeah. The, but the, I think it's worth it. It's definitely worth it, but you have an internal drive that I just. It's you know, a lot of people don't do that. I'm glad you're doing it. I'm not like most of people. <laughs> That's right. You're not like most of people. But anyway, thank you again. And uh, yeah, good luck. Thank you. Perfect. Super. Okay. Thank you for listening to Enlingua Podcast, live from Dessau. We hope you stay tuned for more episodes.